from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. Hello and a very warm welcome to our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspiring music and interesting nature study. With more music coming in, we shall end our program with a message from God's Word. This is your host Sharad and I am Maureen and you are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Let's begin our program with a song. And everlasting life to 
know more on God's word you could also write to us here's our mailing address Adventist World Radio Post Box number 17 Pune 411001 Maharashtra India You could also email us on adventistmediacenter@gmail.com You may also follow our programs on our website awr.org/englishprogram Before you hear God's word, here's another song. to hear God's word. Good day to you. The topic which I have selected today is what chair are you sitting in? And I have based this talk on the book of Philippians chapter 3 verses 7 through 11. I want you to keep your bibles open to these texts. Philippians 3:7 through 11. You know when I was small we used to play a game along with my friends it was known as the musical chairs i can see smiles coming into most of your faces yes you have played that too do you remember that the object of the game was to be in possession of a chair when the music stopped all through life it often seems we are caught up in this game sometimes 
without even knowing it. The decisions we make and the paths we choose place us in different chairs, so to speak. Examples of different chairs, the principal's office chair, the kitchen chair, the rocking chair, the recliner, the dunce chair, the electric chair. You know, but I want to focus on three chairs today. Which chair are you sitting in? First one, chair of complacency. Complacency, self-satisfied, self-satisfaction. You know, there are many times we sit down and say everything is going on well. We are so satisfied with whatever we are doing, we don't want to get up from there. This is a chair of self. This is a chair of comfort, a chair of a lukewarm life. Let's read 2 Timothy 3, 1 and 2. Verse 1 says, But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. Verse 2, People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy. And in Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21, it reads, The acts of the sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like, I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Again in Galatians 5, verses 19 through 20, listen to this. But when you follow your wrong inclinations, your lives will produce these evil results, impure thoughts, eagerness for lustful pleasure, idolatry, spiritism that is encouraging the activity of demons, hatred and fighting, jealousy and anger, constant effort to get the best of yourself, complaints and criticism, the feeling that everyone else is wrong except those in your own little group and there will be the wrong doctrine. For example, greedy people, wayward celebrities. You know, the second verses which I read was from the TLB. You know, have you seen some of the celebrities who are so engrossed in their own life that they don't care for other people? Some people have even said, that as long as I'm there, who's worried about the rest of the world? The second time of a chair is the chair of compromise. Compromise, concession, giving in, you know, lowering your standards, so to say. It's a chair without character. 
It's a chair without boundaries. The chair of maybe just once. You know what I mean by that. Certainly it won't hurt if I do it just once. This is the chair of the last days. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Did you get that statement? I'll repeat it again. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. What I mean to say by this is, you must stand for a principle. You must stand up for the truth or else you're going to fall. 1 Timothy 4.1 says, The Spirit clearly says that in latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. 2 Timothy 4.3 says, For the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires. They will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. You know, isn't it common these days? A student likes a teacher only if the teacher does everything according to the student's want. People are like that. They reach out and want to listen to people only if they speak good about them. You know, people that just want a feel-good message with no real conviction are the good speakers. We have to be careful of these two types of chairs. Chair of complacency and the chair of compromise. The third chair, the chair of commitment. Commitment to entrust, to give charge to. You know, this type of chair, it's God's favorite chair. In Luke 9, 57 through 62, we read, As they were walking along the road, a man said to him, I'll follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests. But the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. He said to another man, Follow me. But the man replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord. But first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the service of the kingdom of God. You know, the chair of commitment is a very costly chair. Philippians 3, 7 through 11 says, But whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, 
but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God and is by faith. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. This is the New International Version. For example, for years, superstars have been poor model for people in many ways, especially in their relationships. You know, a very great singer, Britney Spears, her marriage lasted for only 12 hours. Is that an example? Such a person, world famous, everybody knows her and what an example she sets. Christina Ricci, an actor, in the magazine Seventeen in July 2002, writes, Everything is fixable. Nothing in life is ever set in stone. At the end of the day, there's no reason to panic. If you take the wrong job, you can always quit. If you marry the wrong guy, you can always divorce him. The example they are setting. Promoting divorce, promoting the wrong kind of things. You know, if staying in the right chair, especially the one where you make commitment, takes a lot of sacrifice. Number one, make a commitment to Christ. You got to sell out. You got to totally dedicate yourself. Only then you can stay on in the right chair. First Timothy 4.12 says, set an example by your lifestyle. You know, someone has very rightly said, the greatest sermon ever preached will be the way you live it. The youth of today, once a year, go out and they say, be a sermon. Meaning, don't speak but live out so that people will look at you and follow your example. Staying in the right chair, you need the right type of environment. You have to always stay fresh with God. You cannot shut him out. Every day you have to make contact with him. Prayer is an essential part to be staying in the right chair. And of course, studying of God's word. If you do these things, you certainly be and you will stay in the right chair. Philippians 3, 12 through 14. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. What a beautiful conclusion. A chair of complacency, a chair of compromise. No, these are not the chairs which we have to select. The one we want to be sitting on is a chair of commitment.
Like it's said in Philippians, there are a lot of things behind. I haven't obtained it as yet, but I will press on towards the goal. Let this be our aim too. Let's buy heads for prayer. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving us this wonderful lesson in commitment to you. Bless each one of us. We know that without your help, it is quite impossible. So we commit ourselves to your care, your keeping. Bless us so much we may achieve the goals we have set for ourselves. In Jesus' name I ask. Amen. sun's gone down and my night's closing in I'm sitting here all alone trying to figure out why life seems so unfair Lord this world is too heavy for one man to hold I'm feeling like Spinning out of control Where would I go? Who would I turn to? Tell me if I didn't have you Whose name would I call? When I need to escape You're my scriptures says your world is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path psalms 119 verse 105
Indeed, my dear listener, what a treasure we have in God's Word. The Holy Bible is relevant to today's issues and gives solid guidance for daily living. this we have almost come to the end of our program to learn more on god's word we would love to receive your letters on adventist world radio post box number 17 pune 411001 maharashtra india you could also email us on adventismediacenter@gmail.com we invite you to follow our programs also on our website that's awr dot org slash english program this is your host sharad and i'm maureen signing off from adventist world radio do join us again along with your family and friends until we meet again via radio we wish you goodbye and god bless you <laughs>